Hey there, it's Molly Cox with SA2020, and this is The Story Goes, which is a fantastic partnership between SA2020 and KLRN. And just to give you sort of a recap, we are going to be talking to the people and the organizations who are quietly uh, and then sometimes loudly changing San Antonio and trying to give you sort of a full story of what's going on in our city. Um, this is the pilot. It's the the first one that we've attempted, um, and we're gonna we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm here with Jessica Gutierrez, who um, has become one of my favorite human beings in San Antonio, Texas. Um, she pays me to say that. I think it's okay to say that. Um, and we're gonna hear more about her story. But um, before we get started, I thought it's important for us to really think through the idea that in San Antonio we hear a lot about like snippets of information so it's always like hey this really cool stat about san antonio or we've heard the one thing that's not so great about san antonio and in our book uh, the way that the story goes is sort of set up is how can we help tell the more complete story so for example the story goes in san antonio that 35 ish percent of our community has a, a college degree that's an associate's degree or higher um, which is pretty low, actually, uh, comparatively in the rest of the nation. Secondarily to that, we also know that there's about 275,000 adults in our in Bear County um, that have some college and no degree. And we also know that an increase of bachelor's degrees in our community of just one percent, which is about 14 or 15,000 bachelor's degree could actually bring back to our community what we would see in that return would be $1.4 billion. 1% more bachelor's degrees would get us $1.4 billion in economic returns. Um, And I think that, I think we get that. Like, I think everybody just, they divvy it out. It comes out to a check for everybody in San Antonio. (laughs) All of us get it. 1.4 million people, $1.4 billion. It's amazing. Um, Jessica, I... We brought you in as like our first guest, one, because we basically are obsessed with your story. (laughs) But two, I think there's something pretty telling about the way that you have figured out how to become one of uh, the 35% of people. Um, You were one of 275,000 adults with some college and no degree. That's a lot. That's a significant amount of human beings in our community. Um, and I want I want to just help sort of shine a light on one, how an individual can sort of take back, uh, can take control of where they want to go. But then two, to really highlight some of the things and programs and organizations that are occurring in San Antonio that help make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's start first because we can. You're from San Antonio. Yes. Originally, born and raised. Born and raised. Okay, it's required by law. Where did you graduate high school? Business careers high school at Holmes. What? Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm a husky. I like it. (laughs) A husky. Uh, My grandma taught at Holmes. Oh, wow. That's where she retired. Um, I mean, years ago, you weren't there when she was there. (laughs) I mean, you could have been because we've been trying to figure out. I've been trying to say your age is like 75. It's never too late, y'all, to go back. to college um you so you're born and raised here in san antonio and then tell me a little bit about your story so you graduated from high school and then immediately entered college 
I immediately went to school. Um, my mom was remarried to my stepdad, and I had my little sister, which were 14 years apart. And so my stepdad said, um, you can't—both my parents said, if, you, if you're if you going to go to college, you can't go out of state. You need to get your associates here at Alamo Colleges first. So, Which is not—that's normal. Like, right. You hear that all the time from yeah. parents. Okay. Yeah. So I went to SAC, okay. and I went to SAC for a whole year, um, did some classes. Of course, I'm 18 and wanted to— work and get my own money and yeah. do my own thing. So I was working full-time and going to school full-time oh, yeah. and um, just didn't want to be home. So mm-hmm. I was doing that. But then um, that slipped on my classes, so I didn't get all my credits that first year. Okay. And then the second semester in the fall, they were recruiting for – sorry, no, in the second semester in the spring of my freshman year, they were recruiting for Disney World. Um, so they have this thing and it's at UTSA and I decided to go and, um, they interview you on the spot. Okay. So it was really kind of crazy. And then you get like, a it's just for an internship. So you can't go unless you're in school. And so you go and you do this interview and then two weeks later, they'll tell you whether you got in or not. It's This is an important point that I want to make sure we don't miss. Was Mickey Mouse doing the interviews or? No. <laughs> Could you imagine if he's like, ha oh boy. <laughs> um, that's, that's my Mickey, thank you, you're welcome. That's my Mickey Mouse impression. So you go for this interview for Disney World, you're in school and it's not going well because you're like freshman. I want to get out of yeah, here. Right, of course. <laughs> you get it. You end up at Disney World. Yes. Which is like, I mean... That's not a horrible the best place to experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. How could you be sad? Of course it is. Um, wait, when you so you went from San Antonio to Florida, and you're living there. I went yes, and I went by myself. Okay, I, as it was my first time 19 flying. Year old, I'm assuming yes. Oh my goodness, my first time flying, my first time away. My parents did not approve, so I was going on my own. You're going. Solo. I was going. Okay, and um, yeah. I go from for the fall semester, okay. and I don't come back until January 4th is when my internship ends. Okay. So I miss Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Okay. But it was the best experience. I okay. mean, going into working, I was working at Animal Kingdom, and I was working food and beverage. I wasn't working a, a big job or anything, yeah. but it was... Um, the best experience. I met people from all over the world. Yeah. I had a roommate from Wisconsin, a, a roommate from Arkansas, a roommate from Puerto Rico, and then um, my coworkers were from Guatemala, all over the world. Yeah. So it was it was great to meet so many people. I can only imagine, like, growing up in San Antonio, you've never flown on a plane. You're like, hey, this is where I live. I have to go to school here. My parents have told me I have to stay in San Antonio. And then you're like, bye, going to Disney World. Yes. So I'm sure it went over very well. It did, of <laughs> course. So you come back in January and you finish your degree. I came back in January thinking I could register. Okay. I could get my financial aid. Everything will be good to go. I didn't worry about any of that during my internship. Why I was would you? You're at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you care? So when I came back and mm-hmm. school started three days later, mm-hmm. um, I 
of course, I wasn't registered for any of the classes. So the classes that I needed were taken and then, you know, financial aid and everything else. And so I had to find a job because I was going to be out that semester. Okay. So I got my first nonprofit job um, as an administrative assistant. Okay. And it was for kids with special needs and um, an adoption agency. Did you always think that you were going to go into the nonprofit sector? Never did I even think about it or I didn't even – I always thought I was going to be – like when I was at Business Careers, I loved accounting and I wanted to be in the corporate world. Jessica, the fact that I love you so much and we are so very different, um, accounting makes me want to actually die. (laughs) (laughs) numbers I can't it hurts my head I don't understand it um okay so I'm gonna fast forward because you did not end up going back to school nope okay you just worked well I did go to school part-time like uh, throughout some of the semesters but not anything major okay so you're working in the nonprofit sector you are a grown-up now living in your own place I assume right right? and then what happens like so, um, I had just gotten a job at Clarity. Okay. Clarity and Child Guidance Center. Child it's where Guidance you work Center. now. Yes. Um, tell, what's the Clarity? It's, it's a children's mental health hospital. Okay. Um, and it's not just a hospital. We handle inpatient, which, um, if kids are in danger to themselves or others, they're able to stay at our hospital and have 24 seven care, try to get them. Um, stabilized and then we have a partial hospital as well and then we have outpatient so they're able to go through the entire cycle and we're able to help them gain the knowledge it's a super important organization which we can will highlight later uh but i do it's like one in five kids struggle with mental illness yeah? yes okay and, and if, then they and grow up to be one in four adults is that right yes okay um okay so you're at clarity super great organization and you end up at um, the SA 2020 luncheon, luncheon last year. Yeah. So okay. two days after I started, I, <laughs> you were voluntold I to was, participate. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we did the registration and then there was a table. We actually had a table there. Okay. Um, so one of the things that was highlighted was the education piece and how I think third, only the 35% yeah. of, of people have their degree. I was the only one at my table who did not have a degree, and that kind of hit home for me. Okay. Um, and then there was something that you had mentioned. It was where uh, you said something, things like project upgrade, and I just it just kind of stuck in my head, like, what is project upgrade? And okay. so I Googled it that night when mm-hmm. I got home and was just kind of like, what is this program? Like, mm-hmm. what what is it? So I kept reading, and then I sent an inquiry, and I heard from Micaela about two weeks later, okay. and just kind of um, we met, and she gave me, like, a whole rundown of different things. If you want to get your four-year degree, here's some a couple of colleges. Here's, you know, I sent her my transcripts. I sent her everything where she could look at what I had taken already and what she thought I needed for me to advance. 
So Upgrade, just so that we can kind of give an overview, Upgrade is part of a national initiative. It's called the Graduate Network. Um, the Graduate Network emphasizes sort of these four pillars of service, partnerships, messaging, sustainability, and basically Upgrade is housed at the San Antonio Education Partnership and specifically targets adults with some college, no degree, to help them get back in. Um, so I'm assuming, right, they've been helpful to you yes. in this process. Yes, very. Where are you at in your college journey now? So I completed my first semester okay. back in, and I did that full-time. Oh, my God. Wait, then, you're working full-time, and you did that full-time? And I did that okay. full-time. And it. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. What? What <laughs> so, do you Do you sleep ever? Um, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> sleep is for the week. Okay. And um, I'm in my second semester doing full-time okay. this semester as well. Where are you, are, can, where are you going? San Antonio to? College. That's actually, so it's funny. I asked Mikaela to send over, like, some just, hey, who's doing what where. So uh, when they go through like their client list, et cetera, so the people who are actually going to upgrade, the average age of a person coming through upgrade is about 39 years old. 71% um, of the people that upgrade serves are parents. So you fit in that demographic, yes. apparently. And it mostly women. 71% of the people who are going back and trying to figure out their college degree are women, um, which also is like shocking to me. Um, and it's yeah. all over the city, which I also find really interesting. I was looking at their demographics. It's literally everywhere all over the city that we're seeing people come through um, to try to get back their degree. So you have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, you're working full-time at Clarity, and you're going to school full-time at SAC, which yes. is apparently where everyone's going. It's like the number one school that, that we're seeing people re-enroll in. They have in. a lot to offer there. Do they really? Yes. Um, I, it's also just a, the Alamo Colleges district is just doing some really cool stuff. They like are. Now they're talking about doing free tuition. Tra yeah. And the, and the day of the luncheon, they announced free transportation I know. for any student. It was, that's pretty cool. Yeah. If you bring it's student, I think faculty and staff, if you have your ID, ID. you can take via for free, which yeah. is amazing. Um, so, Okay. Your second semester, what are you planning on doing, getting your associates? So I get my associates. Um, I just have to do a, two classes in the summer. Okay. And then once I do that, I get my associates. This completely. summer? This summer. You'll have your associates. I'll have my associates. So you've immediately... If they offered the classes. That I... <laughs> so right now we need to, like, make a plea. Please offer the classes yes. that Jessica needs. <laughs> at SAC this summer, um, you would, you immediately enter into the, you be, you change percentage for us, right? Like yes. in San Antonio, Texas, you immediately do it because you get your associates. Do you, are you going on for a bachelor's? I am. What are you going to do? I am doing entrepreneurship because I do have a small business that I started last year. What? Um, but I've kind of put it a little bit on hold. I'll do it for friends and family, <laughs> but because I'm work I'm going to school and I'm working. You can't so. keep your business going too. Come on, Jessica. <laughs> Well, it's, I mean, it's still there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. What, is, um, what do you so do? What's your small business? I just do. It's called jazz crafty creations. Okay. It's just like a little, we do like customized tumblers. Okay. We do okay. Customized t-shirts, craft, just crafty stuff. Oh, fun. Okay. So your idea is to get your bachelor's degree in entrepreneurship. Do you want to do that business full time? Yes. Okay. So basically you're turning in your notice right now is what you're telling me to clarity. Mm, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. No. <laughs> We're just kidding, everyone. Um, so that's, but that's where you, had you always thought about being an entrepreneur? No. Okay. No, I always thought I'd be an accountant for a firm. Really? I don't, I really don't know what firm, but like for a firm. When you, so when you were a kid, were you like, hey, I want to be an accountant? Obviously that would have been so fun to play with you. I would have been like, <laughs> what are we doing? And you're like, we're playing CPA. <laughs> no, I think I didn't. 
I didn't learn or I didn't love accounting until my sophomore year of high school. Okay. And so after that, it was the struggle of trying to get the numbers to balance okay. that once I balanced it made me the happiest person in the world. Oh my God, I love that so much. <laughs> okay. And so it was, it's uh, actually when I did the internship, I said I would come back and be doing numbers for Disney World. That was that was going to be my dream. You were going to do Donald Duck's taxes. I was gonna, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, so I guess my question then to you is, you're this. You were like the poster child for upgrade, right? Like, hey, I saw, I don't want to be a person without a degree sitting at the table with people with degrees. You've gotten back in. I, I want to know a couple of things. What are, What's the struggle? Like, what are you struggling with? Is it time? It is. Um, you know, last year, or last semester, uh, a lot of my classes, um, I took most, they were all online classes. So it was really good flexibility, but they were all due like Sunday by midnight. So on Sundays, I, my, one of my friends was really good about coming over and playing with the kids so that I could just concentrate on that. And then we'd go have dinner or whatever. But, um, that was really cool because I knew Sundays were my days to concentrate on school. Okay. This semester, it's a little bit difficult. Okay. Um, I'm still learning how to manage. There's a couple of classes that are due on Friday, a couple of classes that are due on Saturday, or one class that's due on Saturday, one class that's due on Sunday. Yeah. So we're only three weeks into the, the school, but last last week was really cool where I was able to do everything, knock everything out on a Friday night. Okay. So. That was that was good. The kids were playing. I was able to do that. Yeah. And we were good. So, I mean, it's just trying to figure out that schedule and how it would work between kids and work and what everything about, else. What about cost? I was lucky enough that I uh, qualified for a grant okay. for the, the TPEG grant, I think is what it's called. Okay. Um, and so I was able to do that. And then last semester... With Project Upgrade, if you're going back, um, they do offer a scholarship, and I was one of the scholarship recipients what? as well. That's awesome. Well, they so. I, I was talking to Mikaela before I came in, and I asked her, like, hey, what is, like, a call to action for people? Well, one, she's, of course, like, get in touch with us. We want to help you finish your degree. But two, she said it would be very helpful to have more scholarships, that there aren't a lot of scholarships offered for adults right? Um, who are going back to yeah. school. And there there are a couple. Um, I just missed the deadline. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you have things. You're busy. <laughs> you're busy. But there there are a couple that I've seen. Um, FastWeb is really good about sending emails like, hey, don't forget to apply for these scholarships and stuff. Okay. So that was really helpful. Of course, you're not going to qualify for all of them because it's a nationwide one. Of course. Um, And Upgrade has a newsletter that goes out and says, hey, these are some um, scholarships that are available. These are the due dates. Don't forget, tomorrow's the due date for the scholarship, whatever it is. So. Do you I, do you have advice for somebody who wants to go back? Like I'm thinking, all I keep thinking about is like you work full time. You have a kid. You have two kids, five and three. Like that's not easy ages where they can just take care of themselves. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I have no. dogs, right? Yeah. Like I'm like whatever. <laughs> um, and then you are like trying to go back and get your degree. I'm. I say that like, what's the advice? I would say don't give up. Okay. I think um, it was really hard for me to get back in. There was hold after hold after hold. Um, and um, 
this this was what stopped me for mm-hmm. about four years of going back is because there were holds. Um, and that's and, not a that's not unusual, right? Like right. I'm looking at sort of again the information that Mikaela sent over. Uh, so many of the people who come through upgrade have holds. Yes, okay. and so there's there's a hold because you the last semester you were there you dropped all your classes of and course. there's no your GPA is low or whatever yeah, it may yeah. be. Um, appealing all of the decisions. I had a hold on financial aid. They weren't going to give me anything. Okay. And it's just a matter of writing, hey, you know what? I was young and I just spent the money. Right. And now I'm older and I really want my degree. So please give me a second chance oh, and yeah. help me out. And um, it does take a, a time. So if you're wanting to apply or you're wanting to get back into school, even if you're saying, oh, I'll do it in the fall, do it now. They'll They'll help you get through it. You'll be able to get be ready by the semester starts because if you start later it's going to be harder and that's what happened to me even though I started in January um in August I still had holds that I was still trying to I got dropped from all my classes the day before school was supposed to start so I went in there and I just pleaded with them like please my financial aid's is coming next week they're saying next week like just let me help me out so go in there tell them your story and let them know how you're doing I mean let them know where you're at there's a lot of vulnerability that comes with that too like just saying like I need help yeah which is hard and and it's it is very difficult for me to even take off of work and go but SAC has like some days they're open till seven and on Saturdays they're open till one so okay just depending Uh, thank you so much for coming in and telling your story the fact that like you are one of the people who are like really doing the thing which I love um thank you for helping us understand more about upgrade and even clarity yeah um and knowing that you can get it done yeah you can you can do it um uh, that was Jessica. I'm Molly. Um, and this, of course, as the story goes, everything that you heard about today, Upgrade, Clarity, um, you can find on the uh, KLRN website, klrn.org slash the story goes. We did it. It's a pilot. We did it. Yay. At, the, at some point, we'll have a catchphrase. Well, you don't have one now. It's just over. And then we're <laughs> just done. So thank you so much for listening. And Jessica, thank you. Thank you for being who you are. And thank like you. One of the people that makes San Antonio pretty great. Thank you. That was the...